Um, if I told you, Ed, if I told you, now listen, at Born Again and Born Anew, we are and we have deposited within each, each and every one of us the faith of God. Okay? And it's having that faith birth out, spring forth from within. That's the real faith. But we all, so let's start with that precedent. We, we all, we all, we all, in the name of Jesus, get up. Right? Right? Wow. Remember Peter? Yeah. Ah. And John? <laughs> Would you not like to have the faith of the apostles? <clears throat> Come on, raise your hands. We have it. That's not, I already said that's the precedent. But I'm going to tell you, okay, well, let's just, let's put it this way. We know we have it. Okay, all right. Would you like to operate in it the way they operate in it? Okay. Now, now listen to this. You, you're not going to agree with me. I know. I don't care. If you, if you, you know, if I agree with you, we both be wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You operate in a greater faith than Peter. Amen. How? How do you know that? By faith. <laughs> no, really, why? Because I have the Holy Spirit. They, they did too. Because I have the Bible. <laughs> come on, come on. You got to know why. We believe because of what Because we're the resurrection of Christ on the word. They saw it. That's right. Amen. They had faith that sprung up from sense knowledge. In fact, Peter, James, John, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, they all were preached the gospel. The woman came back. They saw the empty tomb. They seen the resurrection, the resurrected Savior. They walked with him. They talked with him. They believed because they saw him. Now, they came back to the apostles, every single one of them, and they preached the gospel. And every single one of them said, we will not believe until we see, until we see them. Now, not only that, guys, they saw Spent 40 days and 40 nights with him after the resurrection. They operated in the faith. Not that's birth. They operated from the faith that came swung forth from their senses. Now it just so happens one thing they understood was the authority behind Jesus' name. Now the authority behind Jesus' name is separate and different from faith that it's birthed. And they operated in that. But as far as faith goes, they operated in sense knowledge faith. You operate in faith that was birthed. And I'm going to tell you how. I'm going to show you how. Jesus said to all of them, when he said to Thomas, Thomas said, oh, my Lord and my God. And 
Jesus said, Thomas blesses those that you believe, Thomas? Because you saw. But blessed are those who believe. And that word believe is pistis, and that word pistis is faith. Whenever you see believe, and whenever you see faith, you know, it's pistis. It's all the same word. Blessed are those, Thomas, who have pistis, who have <clears throat> without seeing. So what happens? We hear the message. We hear the message about Christ. And when we hear the message about Christ, like they did, no. I'm not going to believe it until I see it. We hear the message of Christ, and faith is birthed up within us, just like it was for them at that time, but they rejected it. Now, we don't reject it. We receive it, and we believe it, and then we confess, right? We, we believe in our hearts unto righteousness, and then we confess unto salvation, and we're born again, and we're born anew. Because we're operating in God breathed, God birthed faith. God's faith. The same faith that we can operate in each moment of every day. And that's where we want the Holy Spirit to take us. Now, Faith is birth, never manufactured. You know what Paul said? I'm not even going off my notes. I'm just... It's my heart, okay? Paul said, Faith comes by hearing. And here's where our Bible translations fail us. And it says, by hearing the word of God. Some of the translations will say, by hearing the words about the Christos, which is the more accurate translation. So Paul is saying, faith comes by hearing, and hearing the words about the Christ, the Christos. And that is consistent. This is why Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, the message of the gospel of Christ, because it is the power of God and salvation to all who believe, for therein lies the righteousness of God. The just shall live by his faith. Totally consistent. And then when you look at chapter 9, uh, chapter 9, verse 30, it says, here come, the, here come the Gentiles, that's you and me. They weren't even looking for the righteousness of God. They weren't zealous for the law. They didn't even know about the law. But yet they stumbled on Onto the righteousness of God. Why? Because they heard the gospel. And they believed and they received the gospel. And then they achieved the righteousness of God. Now verse 10 talks about, now my heart goes out to the, to the nation of Israel. Because they're zealous for righteousness. They are zealous for righteousness. There's nobody more zealous for righteousness than them. Manufactured. Manufactured, but it's not the righteousness of God. For Jesus Christ is the end of do it yourself for righteousness. And so now you understand when you hear 
when you hear faith comes by words about the crystals right and then verse 6 in chapter 10 says and the righteousness that comes by faith speaks so whenever that righteousness is birthed in us because we hear the fruits of that righteousness are that we operate in birth faith faith that springs forth from within which we then can believe in and speak because then Paul goes on to say but how could anybody believe unless they hear and how could they hear unless someone is sent because faith comes by hearing hearing the words about the Christ now that word comes by alright comes by I like I like what uh, Brian Simmons uses in um, in the Passion Translation. He says, he says, for faith is birthed. Faith is birthed. Yeah, ten seventeen. Now, I do want to go to my notes because I want to give the definition uh, of 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 that faith. I think I have it. The faith that chapter 10, verse 17 is talking about. Faith then is birthed in a heart that responds to Correct. the anointed utterance of the anointed one. <clears throat> I know I have it here, the exact translation. So if you give me time, I'll find it. Okay. So the, so the, the um, King James Version says, faith comes by. That word come by is ek, ek, and it means, denotes the origin, the point where motion or action proceeds from, out from. Hearing words about the anointed one causes faith to spring forth to be birthed, it cannot be manufactured. And then once that happens, you believe and you speak. You come into agreement with it and you speak. You come into agreement with it and you confess. And after you confess, you possess. But you must, you must have that hearing. You must have that hearing. And that hearing comes, you know, from from grace-filled messages about Jesus. That hearing comes from reading the Word of God as led by the Holy Spirit with the true filters of grace. No mixture. It comes from, from envisioning Jesus, from seeing Jesus. This is why Hebrews says, fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your ears on Jesus. He's the author and perfecter and completer of faith. What kind of faith? God faith. God faith that never is manufactured. Never is manufactured. Never is manufactured. <coughs> always is birth and always springs forth. We always try to manifest. How did you get healed? You know? Oh, oh, you, you did this, this, and the other thing. Okay. All right, I'm going to do this, this, and the other thing. My vitamins. This, this, and the other thing. You know? I never forget. I tried to manufacture my own faith. I have never been healed trying to manufacture faith. Never. 
I was never ever gonna, okay, they said I only, you know, I'm gonna die within six months. I don't, Lord, if I die, I die. You know, I'm not gonna manufacture my own faith. I'm gonna go into the word, I'm gonna read the word, I'm gonna let the Holy Spirit guide me and I'm gonna get my rhema word from God. My rhema word from God. And then believe and speak it and proceed in that faith. That's birth. Okay, what was that called? Okay, so here it is. I had heard, you know, oh man, I, I was out there, you know, chopping wood and working outside, you know, and I hurt my back. Oh my gosh, my back, I, my back, my, my shoulder blades were pinned like this together. And I, 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 you know, and, uh, but I had to go to work. And, and in fact, you know, Lori kicked me out. She said, you go to work, we got to pay the bills, you know. And, and, you know, what I tried to do is I tried to manufacture, you know, I tried to manufacture the fake. Healed men go to work. Healed men go to work. Healed men go to work. Well, before I could go to work, I had to put my clothes on. You know, and I never forget trying to put my, I never forget. I started with underwear, you know, I was like, put it down and, you know, uh, you know, and then grab this, uh, you know, and then when it came time to my socks, I rolled them socks up and I'm like, oh no, I can't get down there. I can't get to it. You know, they have those things that you put, you, you roll the socks up, put it on there, and it's got a handle, and you put it down on the floor, yeah. and you put your feet in. They got it now. I'm going to get that for the next so, one. No, no. <laughs> they have it. Has anybody ever seen it? Yeah. yeah, they got them. Oh, don't tell me you have one, but that's all right if you do. If you do, that's okay. All right. So, I'm like this, right? I'm, Ed, I'm like this, right? <laughs> and I just got it on the front toes. How come you didn't get it on the floor and go on your back and just that roll? Oh, about? my back? I didn't think about that. I so I went down again and I rolled it up. And I'm like, oh, no. And I had to do the other side. Oh, man. And I'm in agony. And I got to put the shoes on and I got to tie the shoes. I'm like, I wish I had Velcro shoes. So Lori's watching me and she's like, honey, do you want me to help you? What did I say? No. Because Why? Healed men can put their socks on. Yeah, I was doing everything I could to manifest. That was the longest day of work I ever had. Oh, gosh. The longest day. Huh. When I had to take out the trash, the building trash, the building <clears throat> garbage. And, oh, my gosh, what a day. Finally, it's over. There's no relief. There's no relief in sight. Uh, you know, we're eating, and, you know, I probably was I a grouch. Oh, man, don't tell them that. I was bad. I tried to go to bed. I tried to go to bed, and I just couldn't sleep. I couldn't find a comfortable position. So at 1.30 in the morning, I got up. Started worshiping the Lord. I said, look, I can't sleep. I'm getting up. I'm going to worship the Lord. I started worshiping, praising him. Amen. Jesus, thank you for your love. Oh, Lord, you're so compassionate. You're so good. You're the, the God's perfect sacrifice. Oh, Father, thank you for Jesus. And I started thinking about Jesus, thinking about Jesus, praising him thanking him, worshiping him, fixing my eyes on Jesus. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit brought up a word from within me, and it said, take it. It's yours. And I knew immediately what he was meaning, what he was saying. And so I said, thank you. By your stripes, I was healed. I believe that I receive, and I confess it. And instantly, the back pain went away. Amen. <clears throat> I had rotator bad ro rotator cuff, torn rotator cuff. I told you that story. Man, I healed men, and I just tried to oh, man, lift and, and carry, and just couldn't, man. I couldn't put I couldn't put a, I couldn't put a gallon of milk on on. I couldn't pick a gallon of milk up, and I just couldn't do it. I had to pick it up like this, Ed, you know. So you're not using. 
And then one day I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm standing, I'm using it, and it's not getting better, it's not getting better, it's not getting better. So then one day I'm in worship with, with Karis, and I'm just praising Jesus. We're worshiping Jesus. We, my eyes are on Jesus. We're thinking about Jesus, and I felt the hand on me. And I said, wow, how did he know? I said, thank you, Holy Spirit. I know what that's for. I believe that I receive. And, and the pain went away. At we were done, I turned around to that, that gentleman, and he'll tell you he's going to be here over the summer. You'll meet him. Uh, what's his name? I forget. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff Olinsky. How could I forget his name? Jeff. I, said, I hugged him. I said, thank you for praying for me, brother. You knew right where to put your hand. He goes, I didn't pray for you. I didn't put my, I didn't put my hand on you. I said, oh, Holy Spirit. And, you know, happened with me with my diverticulitis. I haven't had a, uh, an episode with diverticulitis. It's not yours. Yeah. It was mine. It was mine seven years ago. But I haven't had an episode with diverticulitis for seven years. Never will. Never will. Never will, man. And uh, I mean, but it's, it's always came from. You see, when you could learn the difference between manufactured faith and faith that springs forth and spurs, you'll stop chasing healing. You'll stop chasing being prayed for by other men. I am so grateful and thankful that God taught me what he taught me. I don't have to run. They're godly men and they have wonderful ministries. But I don't have to run to Benny Hinn. That's right. I don't have to run to Andrew Womack. I don't have to run to Kenneth Copeland. I don't have to run to Lori Rowe, although she's annoyed and I know she puts her hands on me, man. It's not. Okay? Because I know. I know. He's shown me. Amen. And he wants all of you to know. Sometimes we need encouragement. Encouragement. But then that encouragement could always be there from the Holy Spirit, you know, and from the Word. But you do. And I love my daughter. I said, honey, Allison, do you realize that when you and all your friends on healing journeys give their testimonies, they're all saying the same thing? Everybody is keying in on what they did. And they're trying to manufacture what they did to manufacture that same faith. But everybody is saying the same thing. Ali, you said it. 14 years without hair. Incurable. Alopecia totalis. And all of a sudden, you know, and what did she say? She's believing the word. She's standing on the word, right? She's believing, she's whatever. And, and she used to Go to the Crusades, right? Go to the Crusades, trying to get that faith manufactured. And then she said, all of a sudden, one day, illumination and revelation came to her. Holy Spirit talked to her and spoke to her and said, you already have your healing. Receive it and speak it. And she did. She got the revelation. See, and they all say the same thing. And then I got revelation. Oh, and I got revelation. Oh, I got revelation. You know, you guys got to start keying in on that. Because then you'll get people to forget about what to do and how to do. Amen. And how to manufacture. You know? And so now I, I love her because she's bold. She's like, kind of like me, right? So when she's called up to he healing is now... This is why I know I can be a little bit bold in August when I go up there. Yeah, yeah brother. <laughs> so, so she's there with the microphone. She's there with the she's there with the microphone, and she says, "You don't need Andrew Womack to pray for you." 
And he's just smiling there. You have everything you need within you. You just need faith to be birthed in you. You don't need any... Oh, man, could you think of all the, pray, all the prayer partners are up there? You don't need these guys to pray for you. But it's amazing when she was done, right? They, <laughs> they all came up there. You know why? Because they didn't have faith in their faith. Because they don't know how real faith is birthed. Or real faith springs forth. So now, I do want to go to my notes because there is something I want to tell you guys. I think it's pretty good. Get out of well, here. We Karen and I were blessed to be in that room, in that auditorium, where she gave her testimony. Really? And you didn't know she was my daughter? No. Yeah. We didn't know no. she was a... We, we weren't even going we to Karen's. We were just going to conferences. We just went to conference. <laughs> Trying to manufacture faith. Yeah. Well, you see, when I'm there with her and Andrew, I'm going to tell Andrew the truth. She doesn't let you know, Andrew, that she was totally against this. And I told her, I said, you either get on board with me and your mother because this is important for your mother, Aunt Allison, or you get out the door. <laughs> Tough love. Tough love, man. So she stuck with it. And she didn't say anything. And slowly but surely, she kept hearing us speak and hearing the message. Amen. Boom. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the words about the Christos. Came, was birthed within her. She commanded, she believed, and she commanded and spoke here. And that's why I told her the other day. She's going to hear this. I said, Allison, you will never lose your hair again. Amen. Allison, your marriage will be blessed beyond marriages. You will walk in prosperity, Allison. You will walk in the fullness of the anointing, Allison. And so many other things. And I'm going to, I said, and you know why, Allison? Because you know how real faith is birthed. And you don't have to depend on another person's faith. Amen. And that's where God wants to bring us all. Amen? Question, I have a question. So with your friend, the one with cancer, right? I just want to just... Yeah. Right? So the one, when, he, when you said that he... It was manufactured faith because he, he gave up? Is that what you're saying? Like he, well, when he found out he got cancer again, he was discouraged. He didn't stand on the word. He didn't believe. No. Make sure no one listens. That's what it says. It comes. Amen. Good job. Okay. Amen. But also, there's, there's a little uh -oh, uh, but. Uh, discrepancy because it says we're taught, and you're saying too, that faith, faith comes by hearing the word of God. In other words, the written word of God in the New Testament or the Old Testament, whatever. And so, which one is it? They didn't have the written word. 
So no, all they no, heard. Wait, no, what are we saying now? What are we saying? Where is it coming? <clears throat> We're going to get there. Okay, okay, because that's a little confusing to me. I, I mean, I'm going to get it. there. It's going to be good. Yeah. All right. All right, let's go there, and then I'm going to come back to this. Okay. Romans, uh, Galatians chapter 3, verse 2, and Galatians chapter 3, verse 5, very, very enlightening and important. And in fact, you would think that they come after Romans chapter 10, verse 17, but they don't. Galatians was written before Romans. So Galatians chapter 3, verse 2, and Galatians chapter 3, verse 5, um, come before it. And, and it says in verse 2 and verse 5, have you received the Holy Spirit by the works, by working, by doing it yourself, by manufacturing, or simply with the hearing? Paul is saying you've received it through the hearing because faith comes. And then it says, have you received the miraculous power, miracles, by the do-it-yourself system? By doing it yourself, by manufacturing, or by the hearing, right, of faith. That is birth with the hearing. And so now, is it the message or is it the word? When Jesus was here, there was no word. Okay? There was no word. So it was all about Jesus. In the New Testament, Paul's writings, there was no Bibles. So it was all the preaching, the preaching. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. All right? Death, burial, resurrection, and newness of life. Resurrection life. So it was specifically in that hearing. But now, this coincides with what Jesus says. Well, remember John says the word became flesh and dwelt among us? Now it dwells within us. But now the word that became flesh is back in the word is back in the Word. So the hearing can come from the reading of the Word. A lot of times when I'm reading the Word, I speak it out loud, so I'm hearing it. And now when you look at John chapter 6, verse 63, the flesh profits nothing. The flesh profits nothing. Muscle and willpower, manufacturing it, does nothing. Right? It's the Spirit that quickens. The spirit, the spirit that revitalizes, that renews, that restores. And so, what does Jesus say? My words are spirit and life. So now, we hear the messages, the true messages, the right messages, and now we go in there and we read the true messages and the right messages with the right grace filters because those words are spirit and life. I hope that answers your question. So both, hearing, hearing from the word. And now this is, this is so really powerful because now Paul comes along and says, right, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, then that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead will give life, renew, restore, revitalize your mortal body. But, no one ever quotes verse 10, where it says, the Spirit is life. Romans. Romans 8.10. Romans the Spirit is life because of righteousness. So now when you put Jesus' words together, right? My words are spirit and life. The Spirit 
revitalizes. The spirit renews. The flesh, willpower, do-it-yourself, muscles, profits, nothing. So it's the, the spirit. My words are spirit and life. Paul says, faith comes by hearing. Hearing the words about the crystals. Or the word, yeah, the words about the crystals. Or reading the words about the crystals. Faith comes and springs forth. The spirit now brings life. Because of righteousness. Because the, face, the first faith we have where we respond is in salvation. Is in faith in Jesus Christ for our righteousness. And it all works together and all makes sense. Does it not? Yeah. No, really. Because if not, I'll, I'll... Okay. And then... Um, oh, man, what, what was I going to say? And this is why Paul prayed the greatest prayer in the New Testament, oh, Ephesians chapter 1, yeah, that the spirit of wisdom and revelation would spring forth from within, that the eyes of our understanding would be illuminated. So that's what happens when we're hearing messages about the Christ, when we're seeing Jesus, when we're reading the word with the right filters, because with the wrong filters, you know, I was just reading from this church. Lori and I were looking into this church because we were thinking about, we just can't do it, man. We just can't do it. We, we live too far from Johnson City, New York. Anybody live near Johnson City, New York? How far? Um, probably a half hour. I went to school in Binghamton. Six o'clock. Francis Dutrois is going to be speaking live. Mm-hmm. I would go. We just can't make it. I'd get there about 5.30. Francis, anyway, where's I going? What did I say before that? The spirit of wisdom and revelation, right? So this is what's happening when we're hearing the words about Christ, about the Christ, when we're putting our, our, our ears and eyes on him, when we're looking at, oh, I know what I was talking This church has it. It says the word of God. We believe the, war, the word of God is inspired and can be found throughout many translations. It would not call one because we just want to screw you up. So this is why you've got you to gotta read so you can hear from the right filters, from the right covenant. And if it doesn't say we are, we can, and we have, it's wrong. And so then with that comes the springing forth of the God faith that Jesus says have God faith have God faith because when you have God faith then you see have faith in God have faith in God is wrong right have faith in God therefore I say if you say to this mountain be thou removed and be cast into the sea and do not doubt and do not be- and believe what you say shall come to pass you shall have what you sh- what you speak would you speak so so in in the um in the middle section of some of your verses, it says some of the, some of the manuscripts put of. Of. Mark chapter 11, verse 22. You'll see in the, tra- in, in the middle section that it's, and some of the translations will say, many of the manuscripts have the word of. Have the faith of God. Now they translate and they say have the faith in God. And that's wrong. Okay? Because why is Jesus saying you have faith in God? Right? But then he's going to say, why, why he's going to say, you speak. You speak. You say. No. Have the faith of God. What's the faith of God? Well, I just showed you the faith of God. Okay? Fig tree, from now on, you will never bear fruit. 
He said it so they can hear it. Right? And what happened? It withered. What's the faith of God? Light be and light is. You know? So that's the, So how do you get the faith of God? You can't manufacture it. It has to be birthed. It has to spring forth. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The eyes of understanding. And so now, is this all right? I'm taking, I'm taking more time than I wanted to. So I want to say you are, you have, and you can. Through the new birth, I want you guys to understand this, and I think you do. You are. You are as righteous as God is. Amen? Everybody should be saying amen. Well, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if any, everybody's going to say it, but I am as righteous as God is. You can stand in his presence without feelings of guilt, shame, or inferiority. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, for those of you who are writing this. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. John, verse, John chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 23 and 24. Romans chapter 8, verses 15 and 17. Romans chapter 3, oh my gosh, which is a beautiful portion of Scripture. Verses 22 through 26. Not only do I say you are as righteous as God, but Romans chapter 3, verse 26 says, God is totally just in calling you just. That's powerful. That's powerful. So number one, you're as righteous as God is. Number two, we, you, are as well equipped as Jesus is. First John chapter 4, verse 17. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Philemon chapter 1, verse 6. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 19 through 22. Got it. I'll send anybody these notes. They'll have the complete notes, whatever. You got the pod. Number three. This is a good one. No child of God is better positioned before God than any other one. Righteousness is on the grounds of faith. You do not, nor can you ever work for it. It is a gift. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that none of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Salvation, redemption, eternal life, the right to use Jesus' name, the power of the Spirit, all the promises and privileges as sons and daughters are only by grace through faith, always a gifting. No one earns them. No one is better positioned than any other. Every person has the same righteousness, the same privileges, the same standing, for it is all of grace by faith, and it never changes. Amen. I'm going to stop there. I can keep going. Please send. Please send.